everybody, welcome back to another episode of Suds Buds, the podcast where good buds talk good suds with the fine folks of the craft brew industry. I know what you're thinking. This doesn't sound like Eric. This doesn't sound like Dustin. What's going on? Did somebody hijack the show? Well, a little bit, kind of, yeah, I did. Uh, but also, long story short, my name is Salsa Dave. I am the sound engineer on this show, and uh, I made a terrible mistake. Your boy made a boo-boo. The uh, big ol' oopsie-daisy. Big ol' whoopsies. Uh, d- you know the, the recorder that we record the episodes on died about 15 minutes into recording? And uh, I, I made a sue out of all of us and assumed that the recorder would have some sort of backup thing, and... I didn't check before diving back in uh, to see if it had saved. Rookie mistake. Big, big, big apologies to everybody. We're missing about 15 minutes of conversation. Uh, I'm going to preface the episode with the boys are doing a light beer challenge. A brown bag light beer challenge. And, you know, the light beer light round, whatever, light beer light, like, who cares? I'm all flustered, guys. I feel bad about this, but... They'd only had one of the beers, and so you're not missing a whole lot. Uh, we're going to dive right into the conversation. Uh, crack open the conversation, I think, is is what we say in the industry. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. They have a fantastic guest on, and I uh, hope you like him as much as I do. And I hope that I you'd never have to hear my voice this much on a podcast ever again. Okay. Enjoy the show. Sorry, folks. Had a little bit of a technical difficulty there. Uh, had some stuff die out. Don't want to get too meta. Eric, my friend, my good pal, my good buddy, you were in the middle of a old Milwaukee story, correct? Oh, yeah. I was just trying to pin down whether this was Hams or Old Milwaukee, because like I was saying, Milwaukee, Old Milwaukee was more of a, a college beer. Hams was right. more of a beer I discovered when I moved to uh, the cities, and a lot of my friends here were drinking it. What I'm assuming is Milwaukee's best is Milwaukee's worst, which we're drinking right now. Um, I only remember having a few of these because I remember somebody gave me just like a piss warm Milwaukee out of their backpack at some college party when I was like 20 years old. I was like, hey man, want a brew? Let's shotgun one. And I was like, this is going to be a bad idea. Crack. And then hated it. I was like, that was the worst beer I've ever had in my entire life. And uh, I have very fond memories of the basement. It was very damp, very moist. It was spider webs, and I remember the beer. It was very dark, and there was a black light glistening on it. Did the did the spider webs have like droplets of dew on them? You said it was moist down there. Yeah, yeah, it was dewy. That's a really pretty picture with a black light on a dewy spider web. It's very vivid. That's mm. why I remember hating it. Because everything around me was it was a mood. Yeah, and then the beer. I was like, oh, it sounds spooky. Was there beer pong going on in that basement? <sighs> Have you ever been to a college party? Come I mean, on. It sounds like that kind of room, like spider webs, yeah. black lights, dew. There was a lot of going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, woodpeckers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Heck yeah, yeah, man. They peck a lot faster than I can peck. So. I went to a lot of ornithology parties as well. Ornith- it's the study of birds. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just now we're dorks. Now we're spitting out big. I thought you were a jock, Sam. I'm a bit of a jock. They were dorks. I just shotgunned all their beers. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nerds. Learned the word of ornithology. You bullied them for their beers? I did. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't give a shit. Give me your six pack, nerd. <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get too drunk off that. Who do you know here, nerd? Yeah. It's like, this is my party, bro. Screw you. You don't live here. <laughs> so Eric, did you did you decide on what this beer was? Um Oh, just taking over hosting the show. I'm I'm going <laughs> No, it's okay. My we bad. might need that for tonight. I want that. Uh, I'm going hams on this one. I, I'm gonna be disappointed if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm going with that. I'm not gonna second guess myself. Right when I smelt it, I'm like, oh, this smells like hams, and yeah, it's it's hams. Right on, going hams. One Milwaukee's best. Yep, I hate it. Wait. Okay, never mind. Never mind. For some for some reason, I thought we were drinking Old Milwaukee for a second. Then I realized that is a different beer with Milwaukee in the title. That's a forty, right? A malt it, liquor? It might be. I don't know. I don't think Old Milwaukee's a malt liquor. I think that's another cheap light beer that Com- comes in cans. I think Will Ferrell has an Old Old Milwaukee commercially made. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. He, I think there's like three of them. Oh. They're, they're super goofy. How much did they pay that guy to do that? I can't imagine he drank shit beer. I think he. I think they might have been a funnier die, like thing. Uh. So knowing funnier die, he probably got paid fifty bucks because <laughs> that's that's what I hear. Right on on, on the internet. Dude, to piggyback off that a little bit, I saw Nick Saban do an Aflac commercial the other day, and it was like, the official sponsor of the NCAA. And just knowing how shitty they are with money and paying people involved with that organization, I wonder if he saw a dime from that commercial or if the NCAA was like, I want the money, you know? Nick Saban? Yeah, it seems like Nick has some pull, but it was very much like Aflac, and then it was NCAA, like bang, bang. Oh, that guy makes millions of dollars a year to coach a sport. Yeah, I'm curious. He, could, he, could, he could do eight hours worth of work on a commercial. Yeah. That's how long it takes, you think? I don't know. I haven't seen the commercial. He had like maybe five lines. Maybe. Okay. Eight hours of work to make a lot of money. You, you, yeah. You've shot commercial work before. It takes a while, right? It and takes a while. You just did like product stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was mostly stuff that didn't have any any live audio no dialogue it was all you know someone was adding music and sound cues and post but that kind of stuff was like they'd spend a, a whole day filming blizzards you know for like a dairy queen promo spot yeah i mean i suppose you want to get like 150 200 takes and you need it to be like pinpoint perfect yeah well and just a lot of moving parts in the process where it's got to be perfect for a lot of people you know what i mean right well, i think ice cream uh, melts under those hot lights yeah, well, and that's the other thing, not actual ice cream that they use. You know, a lot of those food product commercials, it's yeah. interesting what they, they, they actually do some food use. food magic, camera magic. Camera magic and also, yeah, food magic. A lot of it's not even edible stuff. But yeah. Well, anything's edible if you're determined enough. <laughs> I could probably take down a chunk of this house. Yeah, I'd believe it. <laughs> on the next episode of Suds, Buds. Uh, but on this episode, with siding. What's our next shitty beer that we're drinking, Sam? I can't, can't tell, tell you us, that, but I can tell you it's <laughs> no. it's, it's, it's a, number two. It's All not right. only a shitty beer, but it is a shitty number because it is number two. Love it. Uh, it's fun. Just a fun little segue. Are you are your cups empty? Are you was ready that a for dig a at Johnny two? Manziel? He was number two, right? Was he? No, it's just a dig at like how there's number one and number two when you go to the bathroom. Mm, right. Ah, right. Right. All right, that that took me about ten seconds for it to click, but I get it now. Yeah. These jokes have layers. Not I can't cheat. Number I can't twos. cheat. I was looking at the can. I can't oh, cheat. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Fuck. Uh, it's, like that. it's like seeing a car crash. Can you tell based on the can? 
based on the can. No, is I, that a hazy IPA? <laughs> it definitely is not. Um, no, I can see my fingers through the other side. On the shit beer showcase today, we had... I'm, I'm not going to shit on any breweries. Yeah, we should maybe mention that like we call it the shit beer showcase, but we're not saying that we think these beers taste like shit. We're just saying that we 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 chose... There it is. You want to shut your... <laughs> That's just, <laughs> is it important? Yeah, that's just Nick Saban calling me. Oh, it's Nick Saban. Yeah, nice. yeah, I got somewhere to be after this. How much does it pay? Mm, we're signed an NDA. I can't really speak. It's eight. It's like four million. Uh, if, if this was my show, I would call this the light beer lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, and so that's when we, we sh- that's when we shotgun ten shitty beers. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do that after the closing song yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. And in full disclosure, I know Eric just said not calling any beer shitty. I am full on going the other route and calling these <laughs> beers shitty. I am oh, yeah. full on calling every single one of these beers garbage. Maybe the point I'm trying to make is it's okay to like shitty beers. Like there's beers on this list that I yeah. I, I buy, I, I drink, and I like, but there's a time and place. They ain't great, dude. If I'm on the lake. I'm not grabbing a stout, a porter, or one of the kajillion hazy IPAs. I'm grabbing a shit beer. I'm grabbing an old Michelob. Dude, speaking of being on the lake, I met a kooky dude <laughs> today when I was doing a little fishing on the lake. Uh, I saw you make a face there. Do you have pick up something there? I think I know what this is, and I like it. And... Let's hold on to that your answer for a second here. Yeah. Let's get back to this kooky guy. Yeah, no, I'm kind of interested now. So uh, I just decided... built some suspense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today was a beautiful day, and I, I woke up this morning and decided I was going to go do some fishing. So I found myself. Uh, maybe I should preface this by saying I haven't done any fishing this summer in St. Paul, so I don't know where to get get bait in the cities. I don't know where the good spots are, but I live pretty close to, to uh, Lake Como, and I found out there's a bait shop. Not too far away from me in St. Paul. So I got my worms this morning and I went to Lake Como and I got worms in high school once. <laughs> I was on the wrestling team. Got you. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, I threw my my line in the water first cast of the day and uh, wet in a line. Nothing. And you know, like ten casts later, still nothing. And I was I was casting a pretty big lure. Uh, and I had never fished this spot before, so I didn't know what I was looking for. And so as I'm there for about 15 minutes this uh older gentleman walks down and uh he he looked a lot like willie nelson that was my one of my big takeaways like almost strikingly like long silver braided ponytail and like mutton chops and like walking around like but like if willie nelson wore tevas and like walked around your local beach with a metal detector so anyways this guy comes down and he's casually opens a big jiff peanut butter container i think it's brown's gif <laughs> thanks sam mm-hmm. i swear it's jiff he opens, the peanut butter <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he opens a big uh gif peanut butter container and starts just throwing out mealworms by the handful just right off the dock just right into the water what an asshole he's feeding all the fish that's what you're trying to do but here's the thing all the fish are coming up to the surface and you can hear them just snapping at all these mealworms and i'm just like we don't say a word to each other for a minute and I go over there and I dip my line and you know, we're still distance a little bit and I'm like, how's it going? Good morning to you. Something along those lines. He turns and morning goes back to his thing. Just throwing handfuls of mealworms into the water and I'm catching fish like left and right, like right next to him, little sunfish. And, uh, (laughs) 
after a little while, I ask him, I'm like, do you come out here and do this often? And he nods and he's like, every day. I've been walking this lake for for 30 some years. And so I start, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued now. And so I start going back and forth with this guy. And he starts telling me how he never comes down and feeds the fish when he sees a bunch of kids. Because, you know, a bunch of kids with hooks and stuff is stressful. And the next thing you know, they're trying to beat the fish and they're getting hooked and tangled. And it's, you know, he's just creating a headache for some parents. But when he, he goes down and feeds in the morning, when he'll see either no one on the pier or just like one solo fisherman and, you know, all the fish will come up to the surface. He like br- chases them all out. And uh, dude starts telling me the stories about like how they treat these waters and it kills off all the algae. So like the fish don't have any food, so they lose a food source and like you don't see any minnows and like basically the only food source for the fish is fish. So like they're eating their they're uh they're young so he goes out there and he like feeds them mealworms and like they they know like when he comes out there every day like one day he said it was like a little bit cold and he's having a tough time getting them out from under the dock and like lured these fish out but it got weird when he starts asking me he's like uh you ever do any any magnet fishing i had no idea what this guy's talking about that's when you throw a magnet in the water try and pick up metal right that's what I found out, yeah. yeah. So he gets these little magnets that can pick up like 50 pounds. And they're just a little like a little hockey puck. And he drills through them and like hooks them up to some paracord and goes around and fishes for metal. And he's telling me this lake and near Maplewood where if you spend enough time, you know, you can get your family a whole patio set at the bottom <laughs> of this lake. And uh, he, uh, I'm like, I'm kind of flabbergasted at this point. He's telling me stories about how there was this one lake not too far away where like seven cars got pulled out of and... I'm like, man, that's that's really crazy. Like, I got to check that out. And he reaches into his pocket and steps towards me and pulls out this gigantic buck knife. And he's like, yep, found this down in, and I'm not going to say the lake's name, but found this down in, in this lake just last year. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, this, like, silver ponytail dude who I've known for, like, 20 minutes is, like, stepping towards me, like, holding this big-ass, like, comically large buck knife that he just pulled out. And, uh, yeah, I ended up chatting with him for like another 30 minutes and he definitely had some stories and some conspiracies about where all the ducks are going. He didn't tell me where all the ducks were going, more or less they're, they're leaving. They're not, you're not going to see the waterfowl here anymore. All the ducks are leaving, but, uh, interesting was a character. It was a great way to wake up and have coffee this morning. Pushback on that guy. I know a very minuscule amount about algae levels and lakes and like, uh, I took a class. Took a class or two. Okay. Yeah. Just bumping all over with levels here. My bad. Try to. And uh, those scientists are doing the treating for a purpose. More often than not, it's for the betterment of the lake. One of the downsides, yes, it is taking away fish from the smaller food chain, which in then turn kind of shafts the rest of the food chain a little bit. But... They are doing it to regulate levels and keep things safe. So hopefully he wasn't coming at you from a place of like, this is downright bad. I mean, he did say that he likes the lake more now the way it is than the way it was 10 years ago. He did say it's like cleaner. He said there was a point where there was so much sludge and algae and just uh, growth that you could almost walk across it, you know, and it's not a deep lake. So he's talking about how they treated it, but also, you know, because they treat it maybe it's a great catch and release lake, but I probably wouldn't be eating fish yeah. out of there. Um, it, it's kind of one of those like catch 22 situations when you do something, it's going to alter something else. And it's like, you're never going to, you're going to have to try to find a balance. It's not going to be perfect on either one of the extremes. Totally. 
but uh, yeah, it was it was a fun little fun little experience this morning. Caught yeah. a few fish thanks to this dude. You know, regardless of what I think about him, I definitely yeah. know I would not have caught as many fish as I did had he not been there. So you just woke up early in the morning and you're like, I'm gonna go fishing today. Or was this something you had like planned out in the week? Not super early. I thought about it yesterday. I'm like, I think I might go fishing tomorrow. It's supposed to be nice. Um, spent the weekend this past weekend camping up in Cold Spring and you're in the mood by the dam. Yeah, I got in the mood. I was just feeling it. And when I went to bed last night, I'm like, I think I'm going to get up at like seven and go fishing. And then seven turned into nine and having a cup of coffee. And you're out the door by probably nine thirty ten. Yeah, I think I was I was leaving the the bait shop around like nine thirty ten, heading to the lake. So right on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you really want to have like an all day fishing extravaganza, that's when you want to be up at like six, six thirty, hit the lake by seven, be out there till seven. So. I agree, but had I done that, might have not caught a damn thing because this crazy magnet fishing willy guy, you know? Yeah. He brought the fish out. There's no doubt in my mind. They they loved him. And I'm talking like an insane amount of sunfish. Like I'm sure, yeah. 200 plus just noses of sunfish at the surface, like just snapping, audibly snapping at these dried worms that he was trying And were you fishing in. with like medium sized like night crawlers or what yep i was using night crawlers and just a little jig but when i first got there i was using a, a bass lure and had i not saw yeah. this guy get here using worms i would have never thought to try worms but that's uh maybe we do a fishing show on the side uh we could do another ship your showcase out there with uh fishing that'd be sick which another ship beer showcase while fishing got it i thought you were talking shit beer with fish in it I mean, we could come up with some sort of fish recipe with PBR. There used to be a bar up in northern Minnesota that used to do an I shot the minnow thing. Where you could like, uh, <laughs> and you get a little t-shirt. <laughs> and, yeah. Put a minnow in your shot glass. Ew, dude, people do that. Uh, I, I, yeah. I swallowed a minnow just for shits and giggles. Joel puts pickles in his beer and it offends me. I love it. You ever had an olive in a beer? Ew. You're, you ever dip a pickle in peanut butter? Ew. Oh, it's awesome, dude. Super good. This is the high, right kind high of high in macros too. <laughs> high in a few of the wrong ones though. All right. This is the perfect kind of beer to drop like a pickle or something pickled into. Yeah, because I don't like. want to taste this anymore. What do you think it is? Going Keystone. Going Keystone. Okay. I was between Keystone and uh, the Pibber. <sighs> what, was, what is one of your favorite light beers? McGolden Light. McGolden Light. Okay. Golden light. Or Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light? Oh, I like Bud Heavy. Do like we have any heavy. left of this one, or did we kill it? Fan. Yeah, there's a little bit left. I might want a little uh, little second sip to wet my whistle. I found myself actually liking this one. It didn't have the irony taste the first one did, but I kind of like that. It This you one doesn't taste like a whole lot of nut. I'm good. Um, I don't know. After being spoiled for so long with good beer, I can only handle so much piss water. This is sweeter than the first one, though, right? Yeah, it's infinitely better, but that's why I'm I'm holding steadfast on that was either Hams of or uh, Milwaukee's worst. Oh man, dude! So many people love Wisconsin and, and love Milwaukee, and it's like, yeah, that's your beer. That's the beer you're going for. That's the big Milwaukee's best. That's the best you have to offer. I think I'm putting this one as natty. Mm. I think this is natty light. You know, if we wanted to get weird, we should have gone uh, full flavor natty. 
not heavy. Oh, or maybe Keystone we do an, heavy. Maybe we do an ice beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Drink all the ices. Why do they call them? Why do they call heavies ices? Well, I don't know if all heavies are ices. I think heavies are like full flavors. Like I think the original Bush is what people refer to as Bush heavy. Like I think uh, Budweiser would be Bud heavy. Yeah, I think. But I feel like ice beers. Then you're getting into a whole new territory of like six percent ABV. Like I remember the people that really wanted to get tuned up. Can I get an imperial shit beer? (laughs) Basically, yeah. It was like the ice beers are like Bud Light Platinums. Yeah, what they were drinking, you know. Dude, Bud Light Platinum is objectively a good beer. Just saying. I don't like it. Tinks? Oh, what? Bud Light Platinum? Yeah. I came home one day, saw a 12er in the mini fridge, (laughs) the bev fridge as we call it affectionately in this casa, and I asked Eric if something was wrong (laughs) because he was drinking Bud Light Platinum. I thought he was like, I don't know, down on his luck, maybe both couldn't afford his mortgage. Breakup, (laughs) death in the family. Day on the links didn't go well. You know, his his frat was under scrutiny. Oh, come on. Jesus. Hey, Hey, I would never come on Jesus. That is... (laughs) Sacrilegious. God damn it. First wow. of all, frat guys drink IPAs. Get it right, Sam. Jesus. What they kind never of frat let me guys to the do parties? you hang out with? Actually, I don't even hang out with frat guys. Yeah, so I I hang out with frat. I've walked down frat row in Dickie Town like twice. I was going to say, I, w- I went to uh, North Dakota State for my freshman year, and the frat guys there did not drink IPAs. It was like Kharkov and Bushlight. I think it's like a West Coast thing. I think that's like a West Coast frat stereotype is they like IPAs. Sure. That's fair. That makes sense. San Diego yeah. boys. I don't know why yeah, a lot it makes of SoCal. sense, but it does. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a war between SoCal and NorCal? Nah, dude. SoCal's just so chill, and NorCal's, like, even more chill. <laughs> it's not like they don't even give a shit. There, but there is a, uh, a rivalry between California and the rest of the U.S. Yeah. I, yeah, it's because California is trying to elope to the rest of the U.S., and the rest of the U.S. is like, fuck you! <laughs> dude, if they seceded, it'd be so cool. Yeah, dude. We'd lose so much economy. Well, eventually they're just going to naturally secede because that part of the country is just going to... Break away? Yeah. Like a, like a iceberg? Yep. Or it'll oh, just man. get covered in water. Or fire like it shame. is right now. Oof, man. Dude. That looks like that shit's not going to stop. That looks like a big oof. Yeah. Did, did anybody find out what the gender of the baby was? <laughs> just curious. Because what does fire signify? <laughs> yeah, it's really important at this point. Thanos. <laughs> the the reveal wiped out half the <laughs> half the population of California's pine trees. What will the child do? I don't know much about Marvel, dude. What the? F- I know. I look like a guy who likes superhero movies, right? It's fucking jock. Such a jock. <laughs> Way too cool for nerd stuff. What are you guys thinking about this this uh, beer number three? Thanks for facilitating the conversation. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's my pleasure. Uh, th- I this I'll host every one of your guys' shows if you want. Dude, this one's pissing me off because I can't put a number on it. I'm stumped too. I'm really stumped. I'm like, it's got a scent, but it's it's not hams. Um, Do you guys want one hint? No, not it's, even a little one. Eric bought it. Oh, it's got to be Natty then. I think. It's got to be Natty. Or did you buy some of the beers as well? So you can't say you would buy any okay. of these beers again. I'd for sure... Sh- I'd for sure buy Natty and Keystone. For sure. Sure. Yeah. Again? 
<laughs> don't go there with me. All right, don't. Uh, you 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 have bought all of these beers at some point in your life, though, right? That's yeah. I have. Besides Milwaukee's, you've drank them at least. Yeah, I've drank them all. I have self respect. I don't buy Milwaukee's best. Man, I feel like I don't need self respect. I just need eight dollars. That's fair to get some Milwaukee's best. Dude, it's even discounted over in Wisconsin. You can get a thirty rack of it for four ninety nine. Oh man, that's how they get get you there. Yeah, no, dude. Actually, like speaking like real shit, Boxer Light there, thirty six pack, like twelve dollars. The champion of beers. It's what? <laughs> what here? Fifteen? Something stupid. Yeah. 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 I had to pass on it today. I almost thought about getting it for the show. And you I you thought about getting Boxer Light. If we were doing a 10-beer episode, Boxer 100% makes the cut. But for yeah. five beers, I was like... Boxer is a shitty beer. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I will say, like I, I wouldn't say any of these are shitty. Well, maybe Milwaukee's. I, just, I don't but. know how it, that beer stays in business. Like It's, it's got to be old people. Because it's cheap. It's you know, You're always going to have those people that are going to buy the cheapest of whatever the product is. And, you yeah. know, it's... Boxer's not trying to be out here like advertising or campaigning like they're the best beer ever. I just love how any liquor store you go they, to. They they do call themselves the champion of beers. <laughs> or the king of beers. No, champion. It, they, they got a little crown on them. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe champion of price points. But anytime you go to a liquor store, you see them sitting on the same pallet as special exor- export, like by the suitcase. Yeah. And I think it's it's cool. It's cool. There's a beer for those people that want, you know have their beers at 50 cents a pop uh, it's not my thing it's not my thing me either but that's kind of what this show's about is to each their own so yeah it was pretty fun we when we went to a liquor store uh in wisconsin one time to go get beer and this one fella looked at my buddy who was 21 at the time to get the beer and was like oh yeah they just changed the horse on that uh or at the brewery, that, that, that beer should taste real good. It's like, ah, oh, that's nasty. Like, insinuating that it's just horse piss. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like, God, even this fucking old-timer knows, man. <laughs> well, I'm empty, Dustin. I don't know about you. It looks like you still got some, some ways to go. I'm struggling. What are you thinking on this one? You got it You got it pinned down? Natty. Natty. This reminds me of college dorm rooms. I'm putting it at Milwaukee's best. There might be some flip-flopping done at the end, but so far I've got one at Ham's, two at Natty, three at Milwaukee's best. Have we not agreed on one yet? From like from bottom to top, I'm literally one, two, three. I'm Milwaukee's, Keystone, Natty. To give you a visual. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we are opposite. I changed Natty from PBR. Refill. Thank you, sire. Here comes bo- beer number four. All right. Dude, I'm going to freak out if I nailed them all. Dude, if I did, I'm just going to... Because that seems like a That'd very... impressive. That seems like a very Sam thing to do, to just to take this and then to reverse the order. Oh, you don't know me very well. I take, comp- take competition very seriously. And speaking less seriously. Oh, wow. I'm getting a lot of shit on the nose. <laughs> just is that chipotle yeah yeah that's shit not a chipotle guy huh no i love chipotle it's just it's it an ongoing like shit no no it's just an ongoing joke it's like it gives you the shits oh but it's you just smelt it and said is that chipotle but it gives you the shits because it's good food 
Yeah. There's like a high fiber, right? Yeah. Maybe not high no. fiber, but it's, it's you know, it's mostly vegetables. I am not dunking on Chipotle because I have them at least twice a week. I'm just saying what it does to the old bowels. Okay, yeah. What's a pumpkin spice latte do to your bowels? This one might be natty. Fuck. You didn't answer the question. Um, I can't answer it. God, that's like champagne. I um, think I know this one. This one's almost for sure got to be natty, right? I think it's Keystone. The reason I say that is because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Keystone is made by Coors. And Coors Light, to me, is like the the beer that is the most absent of any flavor. Like, tastes like the closest to water. And I think this has the... This has the least flavor of anything we've tried so far tonight. So I'm putting it at Keystone. It's really annoying because now you're just my brain. Fuck. Uh, this beer is uh, light pale yellow in color with a very thin head. They uh, all look the same, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to fill the dead air. I mean, if. <laughs> just. You're both Thanks. just looking at your beers. Thanks, so buddy. I, I do some talking. <laughs> I appreciate that. If 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 we were to have a case day, and we're not gonna do that, um, remember beer what? is a twenty one plus beverage. This is the the case day beer right here. Yeah. Or like the ultimate, have a lot of one thing in one day beer. I have some pushback. You said we're not gonna do a case day. Alcohol is a twenty one plus beverage. You and I and Sam are all older than 21. I'm 27. 25. Uh, remember to please drink responsibly. Eric's 15. Uh, <laughs> hey, now. I'm, the host of the hey show is now. 15. Uh, did you guys graduate from case days to case races like I did and crunch that 24 beers into an hour? I tried to. I tried to graduate, but I never got invited. It makes a mess. Oh, no. You could just do it by yourself if you want. You just race the clock. I'm going to do that before. I'm going to do that before a work day. Oh, boy. Do not do that. <laughs> Natalie, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I show up to work ball-lasted on yeah, Friday. Get a safe ride in, at least. I'll Uber if I could unlock my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not driving if I can't do that. Yeah. Oh, this is... Yeah, this is, um, uh, it tastes like nothing. This is like if you, this is liquid dust. Tastes like disappointment. It tastes like some brewer somewhere tried to make something and then it came out like this and he just went, fuck it. Canned it. And then it became like a macro brew. Right? Yeah. Is that just, the opposite of a micro brew? Yeah. 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 It's like the Anheuser bushes. Right? I think Surly is now considered. It's cause no, it's are they considered macro brew? Or mm, Castle Danger just got upgraded, pretty sure. Because mm. there was something that they weren't able to do last year that they were... They got too prior. big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the growler thing. Could be. I don't know if that puts them in macro brew levels or not. Uh, Jamie, can we get a fact check on that? Oh, I was Googling something else. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's So... Aside from what you guessed this beer as, where does it fall, like, ranked among the ones we've had so far? Because I think this is the fourth one we've this tried. Is the, this is the number one that I'm... This is your least... No, this is my favorite. This is your favorite this of the This is ones. my favorite. You said it tasted like champagne. Yeah. Makes okay. me think it's Miller High Life. It's my favorite, 
because I can imagine myself on a case day, on a case race, and if I'm drinking shit beer, I want to taste the littlest amount of shit as possible. Yeah. So I'm not going to go towards a Milwaukee's. I'm not going to go towards a Ham's. If this is a Ham's, I'm going to be so fucking mad. It's not a Ham's. I can tell you that it's... I, I know Ham's, I think, better than any of these other beers, and this is not a Ham's. Good, because I was... Ooh. But that um, being said, I might still get Ham's wrong on this episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if, like I said, if I'm, if I'm drinking shit beer, I want to taste the least amount of shit beer, and this is doing that for me. And, in all honesty, like, it's decent. It's pretty good, actually. I know I'm, I've been dunking on a lot of things, but this is, like, I would say this is an above-average shit beer. Yeah, I can't really call it good nor bad, just because it doesn't really taste like anything. Um, I might have to wait till the very end to rank this. I think I'm, I don't know. Like, right now, it's very middle of the pack for me, but I definitely think it's Keystone Light. Right on, brothers. There are 172 craft breweries in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. That number changes, like, every week, by the way. Yeah, that's still crazy. That's a lot. I've Googled it two weeks in a row, and we're, we're the same answer. So. Where is it pulling from? Maybe right uh, now. Is, also is that a <laughs> metadata analysis? M- MPR News. Now mm. is not a great oh, time this, to be Oh, yeah, this is an article from a year ago, so you're probably right. It probably does change. Yeah, it changes quite a bit. Especially with COVID, a bunch of places closed. Oh yeah, I'm sure that number is down by at least probably 15. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's uh, not to get like, I don't really want to touch on this subject too heavy, but it, it has been really sad. I don't want to touch on it because like it gets emotional for me, but it like it's really sad seeing all these small businesses and parts of the community go under due to what's happening. It's heartbreaking, man. No one likes inside jokes, guys. Oh, he he made fun of you earlier for your phone going off, then his phone went off, and I was just waiting for a moment to call him on it, so thank you. Very professional, guys. <laughs> I've, I've sent seven texts during this, and haven't you guys haven't heard my phone once. Just kidding. Fuck. Just, I, turn them off. Well, when, hey. Do, do to your phones like I do Sam, to every girl I talk to. When Nick Saban Jeez. wants to talk turn to them you, off. when Nick Saban wants to talk to you, you leave your mother's funeral. I've talked to Nick Saban. Pretty chill guy. He's very uptight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, wears khakis. You can imagine. I think that's dress code, though. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Honestly, he probably wears black pants. Right? Goes better with red. God damn it! I will say the reason I was just digging around in my phone here just this second was because we got some lighthearted news this week. Aww. Segment we haven't done in a while: breaking brews, which for a while there tended to be kind of sad stuff sometimes. Got a couple stories today that are uh, on the a little bit light-hearted side. Oh, yeah, brother. But uh, let's take a quick little break and uh, come back with some uh, breaking brews and try beer number five of the Shitty Beer Showcase. And listen to the Stone Cold Austin theme song on repeat. Ah, hell yeah! <laughs> I apologize for that blowing your ears out. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Suds Buzzes, the Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And if you want to see me drop these three sons of bitches, the Suds Buzz on those stack of dimes they call neck, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell 
Hell yeah. Like, oh, heck yeah. We're we're back. <laughs> thanks thanks, Mr. Cold. Oh man, that was that was tough. We tried to get Post Malone on the show and couldn't do it, but uh eight <gasps> weeks running and we finally got Mr. Cold himself to to uh, Mr. Cold, I've always wanted to ask you, is Stone short for anything? Stone Cold has left the building. He's uh he's not a cheap guy. He, you know, we he gets charged by the minute and the Suds Buds don't have a huge budget right at the moment. It's short for this can of whoop ass that I'm about to open all over you in that squared circle. That was Stone Cold just yelling in the window yeah, as he one. took off in his Ford F three fifty. Big truck. Thanks. Good to know. I appreciate See you, Mr. that. Stone. Mr. Mr. Cold. <laughs> Mr. Cold Steve Austin. Stone if you drop the Steve um, Maybe with the Steve Austin. I feel like if Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't a wrestler name, that was destined to be like a porn name. Steve Austin or Stone Cold? I, I was not tracking. I'm sorry. At, at first, I thought Stone Cold would be a good porn name, but now the more I think about it, Stone Cold Steve Austin isn't a bad porn name. Or maybe right. Stone Cold Steve. Interesting. What was I don't know why that... Like, How does Stone Cold bring up porn? Like, Where is that... What, what about Stone Cold makes you think about sex i mean i feel like uh right i don't think it sounds like a porn name at all i think long john silver sounds like a porn name oh i think uh there it is i, I mean think, honestly I mr Krabs. i think dustin flowers sounds like a porn name i think the point is a lot of wrestlers do i make you honey baby <laughs> oh be high oh be hey sorry <laughs> I, I just think a lot of wrestlers have porn names like The Rock. If he wasn't a wrestler, Ooh. he's destined to be a porn star. Like, dude, him and Mankind could have been like a porn star duo, The Rock and Sock. Jesus, yeah, you're you're just you're reinforcing my point. No, yeah, I, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. But Stone Cold Steve Austin, fr- friend of the show, uh, Val Venus. Val <laughs> that sounds like a porn name. Deep wrestling cuts here on on Suds Buds tonight. Dude, oh, I used to just giggle and play Val Venus's entrance music in just like random places and then oh. do the hello ladies. Did you have like a towel <laughs> around yourself? Like I didn't look it no. 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 no but you, you, you did the voice. If I was gonna do the towel thing, and which I do, and if you wanna see me do it, you're gonna have to go over to my OnlyFans and subscribe for nine ninety nine. Cross promotion, um, baby. Yeah, I'd say. Well, back back to the beer we're drinking right <laughs> now. Um, I think I got this one down. Pretty good feeling. P- pretty good feeling about it. I think it's PBR. This beer also a pale yellow with a <laughs> with a, a very thin head, not unlike a giraffe. You know, no, not unlike a giraffe at all. It's, it looks the same as the rest. I'm really of the mad because I think this is PBR too, but I already put PBR as the third beer that we tried, and the only one that left is Hams. So I'm gonna just go ahead and say fuck it. You calling it Hams? I'm gonna call it Hams. I know I'm wrong, um, but if I was to rank it, I'm like, do we want to do? When do we want to do personal rankings? Uh, we'll reveal those at the end. Okay. Um, Here. This is tough. I'm enjoying this. How about this? How about we do some breaking brews, and then we'll get your final score on this beverage after that. I'll give you a minute to think about it. It's a good call. Thanks, buddy. 
But that's what we're here for. Uh, today on Breaking Brews, we've got uh, three short stories from around the country. Um, let's see. Let's start with uh, East Coast. So Yinling beer, mm-hmm. uh, very popular uh, Pennsylvania beer, has announced that they are about to start uh, partnering with Molson Coors and shipping their beer west of the Mississippi. Molson Coors, is that a distro? Yeah, like Coors, Coors Light. Does, does Coors Light have yeah, like their they, own distribution? Yep, Mol- yep. Molson's the Canadian half of that. Yeah. So I Molson's did... also a beer company. They mm. they they own a number of brands. And I guess kind of the thing is like a lot of... That's that's the pro of a, a craft brewery or a microbrewery. Evolving into a macro. Striking a deal with a, a big company conglomerate like... A, Coors is, you know, it opens their distribution so much. How much ownership do they have to give up, though, I wonder? It's a good question. Um, I'm not sure what kind of uh, monetary exchanges involved, but I do know it's huge for the brand because now uh, it seems like pretty soon here we might be able to buy Yinling in Minnesota. Interesting. I'm, I'm really interested on, A, finding their beers and... You know, seeing what they have to offer, I've never taken a peek at their tap list. Could you just, uh, while I'm talking, could you just like look up their uh, their menu and see what they specialize in or see what they're known for? Yinling. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just like look up yeah, their like, Yinling's the beer. Oh, it's the name of a beer. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a brewery. N- well, it is, but like they they they're known for making like uh, a Yinling light and a Yinling dark. And those are like their two beers. Oh, and it's a big East Coast beer. Like, what styles are they? Uh, I think it's just a light and a dark lager. Hmm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So. Uh, so potential candidates for the ship beer showcase number two. Possibly. I mean, yeah, Yin- Yinling is one of those brands where they are they are cheap, and it is kind of like the cheap beer that the natives love in in Pennsylvania, um, but a w- little bit higher tier i feel like than some of the ones we're drinking but i uh, i'm gonna be completely honest with you brother it's like a hams in a bottle i'm gonna be completely honest with you brother um now that they are in the category of ship your showcase i completely disregard them for anything that i want to try in my private i mean i'll try it but it's like i'm not saying I they're a ship beer i'm just saying they're a news story I'm placing my bet on they're probably a shit beer, but good on them. I'm happy they're securing distribution out here. That's rad. Keep growing your business. Keep doing your thing. But once you reach in the category of ship your showcase, I probably don't want to go actively try it. Yeah, maybe you should have mentioned that. This is a ship beer showcase, but the, the Breaking Brews is not shit beers. These are all breweries that I hope do do very well for the most part. I mean, Yinling did have some stuff come out a few years ago that, you know, their owner was a big... Uh, you know, Trump sponsor, so that's with with not a name like cool. Yingling, where do you think that guy's from? Good question. Could be anywhere. I don't know what kind of last name that is. Right? Uh. It was confusing. I don't even know if that is a last name or if that's just it, something they made up. It, it sounds very Asian, right? Yingling? Yingling. But the spelling, clearly not. Not at all. Germany. Germany. Yeah. Not that interesting as a guy who made beer, but hmm. I don't know. Hmm. You can oh. have that from and uh, it's from your Pottsville, gift to us. Pennsylvania. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Just trying to fact check things. Yeah, so I guess what I'm trying to say is like, once you get put into that category of like cheaper consumer beer, and well, like typically we know what's going on there, which I thought was what you were saying is what they were going for is like I, they would be like a little bit of like like 
a step up of the chip beer. I think it's also worth noting Coors owns some fantastic beers. Yeah. Like Molson. Ballast Point, I think, is uh, maybe a Coors brand or maybe they're Heineken. But there's there's a lot of big craft breweries that are owned by big domestic beer companies yeah. like your Anheuser Busch's that make that was actually it, it would be like uh, it would be like if Summit was owned by Coors. That was it actually make one of Summit's the beer shitty. It just means you can get it more places. That was actually one of the things I wanted to ask you about it, though, because I thought that there was a couple times in recent memory when a company had bought out a microbrewery like that and then recipes had slowly started to evolve a little bit and they started to make it so that they could be on the macro production side of things that that and, could be too i mean it could be that yeah. the beer quality changes as they get distributed yeah. on a larger scale yeah. but uh and if anybody gets offended by when i say ship your showcase just know i am 100 percent satirical when i am speaking 100 percent of the time so don't take anything I say to heart. I'm a big dummy. I, nothing what I say matters, okay? Just... Oh, don't say that. Everything you say matters. You're hey, a rock star, man. Yeah, thanks, we appreciate it. Don't be done on yourself. Thanks, man. Yingling sucks. Just kidding! <laughs> yeah, we'll maybe get you to try it first. But, uh... So that was our first story. Um, our second story is... A South Florida condo covered in beer cans receives multiple offers. Now, this is an interesting place because... This entire house. Do you have photos? I have photos. Um, and we'll post those to the Instagram. Yeah, 100%. Hold on, can you slide that over? I can't. I'm having a hard time seeing it. The You can scroll down. The entire place in this what? condo is like wallpapered with yeah. Budweiser cans. But it's it's real cans Dude. that have been like adhered to the wall. You know how we were talking about like fraternities and yeah. stuff? This is like a fraternity dream home. This is what they are like, you know, when you see them collecting their stupid cans and building the fucking triangles of their, you know, whatever of their Be- beers and chew cans. Pyramid. Yeah. Pyramid. Yeah. This is Endgame. That's what they want to accomplish. That looks cool, though. Like, those are all, like, sick. vintage Budweiser cans. And from a distance, you can't even really distinguish what it is. It just looks clean. Like, I can already tell what happened here. Like, one, po- like pointillism art. Sure. I can give you 100% what happened in this scenario. Some buddy once told me <laughs> some semi-degenerate male who loves is that Budweiser? I can't tell. They're all Budweiser, I think. Is it really? Yeah. Good on them. Stays on brand. Company man. No. Oh, they, yeah, they're Budweisers. Um, just drank way too much Budweiser, and then his wife, who has an eye for things that look great, I don't know how else to put that. Just a good eye, better eye than me, was like, hey, we should do something sick with these. And I, he was like, yeah, good idea. Think, like, think about how like f- big his biceps must be after doing all those 12-ounce curls of Bud Heavies. Forearms, bro. Oh, Forearms? Man. Doing curls? Oh, yeah, you're getting right, right, right spanking. Hmm. I suppose you could do the... Yeah, you could do curls like this. And what, what muscle does spanking work out? That's for sure, forearms. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a, a pretty cool place. Um, so I have a uh, asymmetric forearm, Sam. Uh, yeah, 100%. Me too. Me too. I got to figure out where in Florida this place. Oh, Lake Worth, Florida. Um, and I guess... Uh, Sounds wealthy. This place went on the market for $110,000, and they've gotten 
Uh, multiple cheap. offers. It does seem cheap, and they reduced it to a hundred thousand in early September. Also, it's, not surprising that it's in Florida. Yeah, I was going to totally. say right. I House made of beer in Florida, hundred k. Yeah, reasonable. I mean, it's a low blow. The other state would probably be New Mexico, but I was yeah. honestly going to say Wisconsin, Michigan. But it's yeah. very on brand of me to just shit on Wisconsin as much as possible. I think they're smart enough to know that beer probably won't keep them warm in the winter by insulating their house, so they just drink it. <laughs> right? It'll keep them warm in a way. Yeah. And they just keep planting another yeah. layer. Another well, layer. Right. Not structurally warm, though. A little liquid blanket. Yeah. It's getting a little cold this week, Jenny. We need to crack 14 cases. Got to side off that wall there. Hey, Jenny's my mom. Is it really? Yeah, and she drinks Mickey's, so those aren't even cans. No she, shit, your mom's she, name is Jenny. She's a nice lady. She's a nice lady. It's fucking awesome. My mom's name is Rochelle, so we can be on mom first name levels now. Your mom's name is Rochelle? Yeah. My mom's name is Lori. No kidding. No kidding, yeah. What's up, mom? Similar names. GRL. GRL, what's Jenny up, fam? start with a G or J? Indeed, it's short for Virginia. If you call her Jenny, she will not be happy. What if I call you call her Virginia? She'll be even less happy. Call what, her Jenny. What if I call her Virginia Slim? Jenny or Jenny? Sl- call her Virginia Slim. Give her a wink. <laughs> Tuck her hair behind her ear. Oh, don't, don't please don't touch my mom. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get beat I'm gonna get beat up by your dad so bad, dude. And he's not even gonna recognize me when he does it. Tuck her hair behind her ear. <laughs> Sam, you're a oh, madman. Oh man, there, there's a lot going on there. Sam didn't recognize. My dad didn't recognize Sam last time he saw you. No, he didn't. It was a bit insulting. That's well, pretty was... cool, though, dude. That's still pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'm a yeah. I was. I probably had on one of my many disguises. Dude, you know what you <laughs> could do? <laughs> I, I just I have a lot of disguises. He puts a little mustache over his big mustache. Yeah. Double stash. <laughs> I have a collection of mustaches tucked away. Do you know what I call it? Oh, more God. stashes? Uh, no, more stashes? Just my stash. Oh, your stash? Nice. Yeah, it's oh. super low-hanging. I liked more stashes. <laughs> yeah, thanks, oh, it was, it was I, better. I um, oh, dude, my no, God. No, no, yours was better. You tried and succeeded. <laughs> dude, if you... For <laughs> once. If you ever... Oh, 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 come on. Normally you, well, ju- normally, you just succeed. Let me finish the oh. compliment, bro. <laughs> Thanks, we're not buddy. roasting, we're toasting. Could I get a refill here? Yes, please. We're always teeter-tottering on levels <laughs> Thanks, of Sam. shitting on each other, but then we rein it back in. Uh, the shitting on each other's okay. It's okay. I kind of love it. It's a, it's Dude, but place. tucking her hair behind her ear killed me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, too, my mom would probably have laughed had she heard that, but so it's, that would have probably made me madder. Is it Ginny or Jenny? It's Ginny, but she would probably prefer you'd call her Jenny over Virginia if you were to fuck up her name. Sure. Noted. So. Uh, I forgot train of thought. I said it earlier. I'm bad with words. Dude, I'm bad with life. It's fine. Aw. Right, yeah, I it's guess w- I could have it it's worse. It's okay, buddy. Yeah, I know you're really good. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm bad at all board games, but life, I'm all right at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We should play some shoots and ladders sometime on the episode. Shots and bladders. Oh, Power yeah. hour episode. It's where you just punch each other in the bladder as hard as you can. Yeah. Nice. At, at the bottom of each shoot, there's just another short beer that we drink. I don't even no. know what shoots and ladders is. I'm gonna be real honest with oh, you. Oh, what the? Okay, well, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll do that sometime. Do you know what snakes and ladders is? Nah, bro. <laughs> okay, because it's the same it's game, like... but instead of shoots, they have snakes. It's just a little spookier. Ooh, That'd be I like sick. spooky. I like yeah. Maybe too. seasonal too. Tis the season. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll play some snakes and ladders. Uh, you really like snakes in in games. I think your all time favorite video game is is snake. snake. <laughs> it's the game Snake. Yeah. The like the. 
You play you play this like virtual snake. It's like a snake emulator. Yeah. Like the uh, shitty game that used to come on your shitty phone in shitty 2005. Hmm. Sounds right. Hey, were, 2005. Were, were was you not a snake a that ate year. little little balls or little dots, and then you got a bigger tail? Yeah, and then you get one more pixel, and mm-hmm. then you'd eat a pixel and get another pixel. Yeah, stay away from the walls. Uh, They're lava. I know, I look like I play a lot of really cool video games. You know what you should do? Pretty much do? just Snake. If you like Snake and want to be on brand with the cool snakes, play Metal Gear Solid. And Ooh. then you can really love the real Snake. I don't, I don't, I don't think just Sam would Escape like from New York. Oh, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. loosely based Snake or, uh, yeah. Snake Plissken, what's his name? Mm-hmm. His name yep. is, like, in the game, is Iroquois Plissken. Oh, okay. And yeah, I yeah. think that that movie came out like, well before he the did. game that they announced his name to be. So, because he was always Snake, and the game came out before the movie. But then when that How game... How old the game? I want to say the very first iteration. Like, 95 or 96? Mm, way earlier than that, the NES. Oh, yeah, oh, we're talking, like, okay. probably 88. I was thinking, like, a PS2 game. That well, makes that makes total no, sense. Snake so, yeah. Plissken had an eye patch though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so does Solid Snake... From Solid Metal Snake's Gears. father. Solid does. Snake's father. Well, the guy who he was cloned from, Big Boss, has an eye patch. Okay. He was never called uh, Snake. He was called well. He was called Naked Snake for one game, but then turned into Big Boss when he killed Big Boss. The story is confusing. But I think yeah, Big yeah. Boss was modeled after Snake Plissken. If you yeah, it could have been. It, it genuinely could have been. Also, um, there's this fucking beer that I saw. I can't remember what it was. It was like. The whole thing was Snake Plissken. So cool. cool. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what type of beer it was or anything about it, but I legitimately almost bought it purely because of that like that movie reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would have. Yeah. Just to have it on a shelf. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, speaking of having it on the shelf, Halo 3, I had their... Uh, I used it, to play that game all the time. I hate you. <laughs> It was their Mountain Dew Game Fuel Edition that they released. I still have one can of it somewhere. It's probably worth some money to a, to a nerd. Probably. Nerds will pay big bucks for Speaking stupid stuff. Speaking of my so cool. people. Yeah, yeah. My people. What's the most expensive thing you've bought that is so dumb to the average person, but Ooh. you love it? My camera that cost me $3,500. Okay. That's not as... I mean, I guess maybe somebody might say that's a dumb purchase, but I'd say that's a really good purchase. Yeah, most people aren't into photography, though. I would yeah. say 90% of the world. Yeah, most people think it's... Uh, I can do it on my phone. Yeah. 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 Well, it's made-up art. Also, if I, I can't... I don't have the number, but if I could give you a rough estimate on how many thousands of dollars I've just spent on video games my entire life... Sure. <laughs> Probably video games, yeah. Disappointing. Oh, man. Yeah. But then, like... Put that number, uh, you know, look at the amount of money you've spent on beer over a lifetime or beef jerky. I get majority of my beer free. Uh, Not suppose, to sound like an asshole, but I get a quite a free, quite a bit of free beer. I don't think I've been to a bar where I haven't gotten a free drink. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Pretty good at talking to bar. I wish I was better looking so I could get more free drinks. Yeah, I don't know how it happens with me. I, I know I'm a jock, but I'm asymmetrical, so it's just not great. Because you're so jacked on one side, and yeah. if you position yourself in the lighting correctly, they only see the jacked side. Just exactly, gotta, there it is. My good side is that elbow. Oh that, yeah, that's money. Because yeah, bartenders only give me free beers because I got one really big bicep. 
and a tattoo that's well, the whole free right, beer. I'm punching you. It's this whole right side of your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I uh, shoulders down to hamstring. I stopped calling my my uh, left side of my body my left side. I just call it the alternate right. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. the less jacked side of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on a very cool note, our final story for breaking brews. Um, an Austin brewer is uh, set to open the city's first black-owned brewery. And when I first read the title, I was excited, but then also kind of surprised because... Um, very diverse community down there. Very diverse community in Austin. Very progressive city in Austin, Austin, Minnesota? Austin, the Texas. Home of Spam? Austin, Texas. Okay. And Texas has a ton of breweries, but uh, yeah, kind of surprised to see that this was the uh, first black-owned brewery. Very cool um, yeah, owner. Right or, or soon to be owner has not opened yet. They're looking for a uh, late 2021, 2022 opening. But uh, Shannon Harris, he's set to be the uh, uh, owner of Urban Jungle Brewing, and the brewery set to function as a uh, a tap room, a bakery, a farm, and even a horse rescue. So very cool concept. Um, doing a lot of stuff. Doing a lot of stuff. I'm wonder... all for you know. People finding ways, unique ways to give back in the industry and also the industry just becoming more accessible and diverse. I think these are all good directions to move in. And yeah. I think, um, you know, just just being a, a, a an up and coming brewery in, in this time is reason enough for me to want to support you because not going to lie, right now it's a, it's a real tough time to start a brewery. But if yeah. you're trying to do animal rescue, you're, you know, a person of color owned brewery like... I'm all in. I hope they succeed. Um, yeah, Urban Jungle Brewing was the name. Uh, and, yeah, Shannon Harris. That sounds sweet. I'm super interested to keep an eye on how they execute it all. Because it seems like they're doing a lot. Like, a lot. And a lot of different stuff. But it sounds cool if executed well. I'm on board from everything you've told me. Um Obviously, like you said, I'm supporting every single new brewery starting up, but that's an interesting one, man. Hands in a lot of different pots. And I mean, if they can do it all well, they're going to be a powerhouse in Texas. It's probably worth so. noting, too, Texas only currently has one black-owned brewery, and we've mentioned them before. It's uh, Weathered Souls out of San Antonio, and they were also the brewery to, uh, that were kind of the, the leading the initiative behind the, uh, the national success of the Black is Beautiful beer. Yep. Is that um, where it was brewed? Like the first batch? Yes. The I, recipe was developed? I think they developed the recipes, and then they were also the ones to kind of come up with the uh, the artwork and, and mm-hmm. license that to certain breweries around Very the nation. Cool. Very cool. Right. So, so was there a style guideline behind that beer? I think it had to be a... Stout or a, a porter? Yeah, a stout or a porter, something like that. Um, because I did see different variances on it just here in Minnesota. I saw yeah. some in... 16 ounce cans, some on tap, some crawlers, in crawlers, some in big, uh, like, uh, 750s. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was seeing things with like cocoa and double stouts and imperial and bourbon. So interesting, but it's all going to the same thing. I'm assuming it's for like a fundraiser. Yeah, it's uh, it's all going towards, um, we talked about it in the archives. I think it's on probably like episode two or three, but uh, it was basically going towards uh, organizations around the U.S. But right um, that were um, fighting against uh, police brutality. Yeah. So yeah, 
good cause for sure. Um, you know, definitely wishing uh, wishing uh, Shannon and Urban Jungle Burn the best. Um, and hopefully, you know, we can report back on them and maybe even drink one of their beers sometime. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I know it's a tough thing to get our hands on a lot of these small microbreweries not having distribution up here and, you know, vice versa, us down there. And uh, that's what makes me excited and keeps me want to, you know, get out there and try more beers because now it's getting to the point where I obviously haven't tried every single beer there is out there, but I'm narrowing down and getting pickier with which breweries that I'm going out and buying beers. Like I went out to one of the better craft beer liquor stores today and just looked around for a little bit and kind of threw my hands up and went, screw it, getting imports today. Yeah, you know, one of those things. Like I couldn't decide on something, and it, there's a lot of yeah. options out there. Yeah, there really is. And there's it, there's more and more every day. So I mean, I've definitely done the same thing where you go in looking to get a six pack of something fancy and new, and you wind up walking out with hams or something. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, definitely been there. I, I also want to mention too before we move on, uh, Urban Jungle Brewing. Uh, they've got their own Instagram right now, and it looks like Shannon is home brewing and posting photos of his recipes to his instagram and like this is the top one that was i just pulled up it was referenced in his post um it is a may i have samoa please and it's a homebrewed imperial porter with a few boxes of samoa cookies and oh i'm loving their photos to like their can design it just looks yeah that is awesome i don't want to eat a cookie while i drink a beer that's that kind me? of that's kind of like the thing behind yeah. a lot of stouts, though, is they tend to be a little bit sweeter and more towards the desserty flavors yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah. To me, that sounds unbelievable. Were if you, executed correctly, that sounds very well. Were you saying you got a box of cookies with it, or that's what they taste they, like? They brewed it with Samoa cookies, a couple boxes in the brewing. Okay, I'm cooler yeah. with that. Then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But even you, like when you used to drink, you were always like a, a darker beer kind of guy. But I feel like when I would come over and bring stuff, you never like wanted the super boozy or super sweet. You just wanted like a nice stout. I just just one of them. Yeah. So the second one will make me shit motor oil. Okay. <laughs> Which I think I said in the first episode we recorded. And I wanted to say it again because I like that image. It's it's, it's a image. good one. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really like beer that, but... a whole lot. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on the show. Um, hey, you know what? I had a beer at Abel this weekend, and it was a raspberry. Did you really? I did. Congratulations, you deserve it, man. I I think I did, and uh, it was really good. It was uh, some sort of raspberry lime sour. Cool. Yeah, Abel does some really good stuff. You yeah. went to a you were like in their tap room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on. What the, brought you there? I had a date. What nice. kept me there? <laughs> That's so mean. What kept me there was the, <laughs> was the music. It seemed like every other song they played was a show I'd been to, like in the last year and a half. Right on. And that was super tight because just a banging playlist. Just a lot oh, of yeah. like alternative rock music and like hip hop stuff or what? Uh well, no, a lot of grungy California surf punk. Nice. Uh, a bunch of psychedelic surf rock. Yeah, it That's was tight. Sweet. Some Chicago rock and roll. A little bit of Twin Peaks. Yeah, it was very tight. cool. It was tight. It played a bunch of growlers. Nice. Eric and I saw those guys twice. A couple times. That sounds pretty rad. Those guys yeah, are super yeah. cool. Yeah, it was a good time. I don't go out of my way to go to a lot of more like underground shows, and I feel like I should just to get a sense of the community. You should. Yeah. And the music. I mean, the, yeah, it. the the shows are just more intimate. So, but that yeah. you know, you have to like the band for the intimacy. Yeah. Like you, Eric's been to shows with me where you're like, 
I had my eyes closed and I was crying. There's yeah. like 70 people in the crowd and you're probably like, what the f- what's going on? This is so weird. Why is everybody so sad? But I definitely recommend going to small, tiny shows at tiny yeah, little venues. Yeah, they seem cool. Yeah. They're, they're my favorite thing in the world. I really miss them during COVID. Oh, man. I miss comedy shows, man. Oh, I do too. I miss going and like just going to like a student night at whatever comedy club I can and just having some giggles, some uh, gigs. The Blarney's? Is that the Dinky Town Bar? Uh, they got yeah, a mic. that's one of them. They got a college mic. Do they really? Mm-hmm. There's this... Uh, Tuesday nights? There's this other really nice club that I went to that does a college college night that's really good. You named it. I just I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, corner Bar, probably. No. I think so. It's like you walk in, and then immediately as you're walking in, you're going downstairs, yeah. and then main stage is to the left, and they got this big bar like right there. It's like a mm, Corner Bar doesn't have a bar in the basement. Corner Bar doesn't have a bar downstairs. Maybe um, maybe does Acme, Sisyphus have a bar in the basement? Acme, you go downstairs to get into. Sisyphus doesn't have a basement. Comedy Corner Underground is the only basement like comedy mic that I've been to here. Mm. Um, but Acme is set below sea level. It's just not in a basement. Interesting. Technically. <laughs> so, hey, guys, love comedy open mics. They've got great beer there, but not craft beer. Mostly shitty beer, right? When I go to an open mic, I like to drink a lot of hams or vodka sodas, if I'm being honest. Not a bad choice. How are we sitting with number five? Did you guys rank them? You want to go over these results? <laughs> I think so. Um, number five, I'm calling PBR. Yeah, I think it's PBR, too. I'm going to be real honest with you, but I put it as hams, and I'm just really accepting. To, you know, it's like that critical point during March Madness when you realize your bracket is just fucked, and there's nothing you can do about it, so you're just throwing it away at that point. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's where I'm at now. <laughs> All right, so you said both PBR for number five? Uh, that's correct. Number five was Keystone Light. Oh, man. This is going to be a rough one for me. Oof. What'd you all say for number four? I had Natty. Uh, I had Keystone. All right. One point to Dustin. It was ba, 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 ba. natural light. Ouch. I will say I changed that one. That's fine. That's you know, you taste others, you you switch it around. That's good. Eric's changing his thing right now. I'm crossing him out. <laughs> uh number three, Dustin, you scored last time. What did you put for number three? PBR. Milwaukee's best. Another point for Dustin. Bing, 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 PBR. Ouch. Did it, that was when you changed, right? Later in yeah, the game. Yeah, I changed yeah. PBR and Natty. It's a well, good, good change. I got to say. For I'm, both of them. Thank you. I know the best I can do at this point is tie, but I am happy with my last two choices because I know that I either got them both right or I got them both wrong. Find out next. On Suds Buds. Uh, so we're on what not number four? Uh, number no, three. Two. We're going the other way. Number two. What'd you put, Eric? We'll go with you. First. I had Natty. Oh, Keystone. Yikes. Okay, it is Milwaukee's best. Mm. So Dustin still leads, two zero. Eric, you can't win at this point. Nope. But what'd you put for number one? Milwaukee's. Milwaukee's. Eric put hams. hams. Did you? Wow. I you see uh, so, that one i and this di- dude you want to know something crazy that was the one i hated the most i put that ranking as the one i hated the absolute most just to reinforce i f- 
freaking hate hams, dude. It was my number one ranking. It was the only one I got right. I guess more of the let's story hear, is... Let's uh, hear your, your top beers. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Top three? Should we go... Our, our, let's let's go one more. for one. What's your, what's your first place? So, I'm going to do it in order of what I thought they were. And then you can reinforce back on what they actually were again, just so we can make this clear. So this, at, this is your favorite from first to last. Yeah, we're just yeah, writing. yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, I don't remember what they like were in the mo like now, but like in the moment, my favorites was what was supposed to be Natty, but was really what was number four? Did I get Natty right? Number four was Natty. That was my favorite. My second favorite was what I. Th- thought was pbr which was number three yep that was pbr three was pbr on the money third favorite was uh what i thought was hams but that was number five i put that as that was keystone that was when you said tasted like champagne yeah yeah i believe turns out i like turns out hams not that bad you know hams wait wait i think it was keystone was was the one you liked it was keystone yeah, now I'm getting all confused. All right, so at number four, I had what I thought was Keystone, and I had number two. Um, Number two was Milwaukee's Best. Mm, hate that beer. And then what I thought was my least favorite was Milwaukee's Best, which was actually the Hams. Actually the Hams. Yeah, yeah. Eric, let's, let's hear yours. Uh, my number one ranked beer, which I still stand by, was Ham's, the only one I got right. Uh, my number two I had, I thought was Natty, which was also can number two. Number two, Milwaukee's Best. So that was my second favorite out of the bunch. Um, seen a theme? Yeah. Um. So you went, for your favorite, you went Ham's and Milwaukee's Best, and they taste very similar. Interesting. They taste very similar. Uh, Three, I guess, was number five, PBR. Keystone. But in fact, my third favorite beer was PBR. Or wait, wait. Yeah, PBR was my third favorite beer. Tight. Cool. Uh, And then four, I had what I thought was Milwaukee's best, but was actually Natty. And then my least favorite beer was actually the Keystone. Dude, we just have different palettes. Yeah, I think... You you liked my least two favorite beers. Like, those were your number ones, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do believe so. And I, I think that's kind of why this was an interesting little exercise. I would say that of the five, those two in particular, like, by a long shot, had, I don't want to say the most flavor. In some cases, 100%, yes, they did have the most flavor. Um, they had the most distinguishable flavor, though. Yeah, so I think uh, it's it's fair to say that maybe you like your light beers with a little less flavor. Like, if you want to drink a light beer, yeah. you want something that's just going to be easy, smooth, not going to taste like a lot of anything, right? Yeah, which is a little bit... I mean, recently I've been gravitating towards a lot of the more light-bodied style beers, um... You know, and I'm not even sure if I can say that in all honesty. I've been gravitating towards, you know, Marsins and Lagers because tis the seasons. Tis the season. And those, like, in my opinion, are extremely flavorful. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Depends on what you're looking out for. But 
I guess I've just been drinking like more Pilsners and lighter ales recently is what I'm trying to say. I feel that. I mean, even so, I think like if you're just going to like have like a backyard barbecue day, I know that's kind of the occasion we give yeah. to like it being okay to drink a lot of beer. But, uh, I, I, you know, even a lot of like the micro Pilsners and lagers we've talked on this show would be perfect. They'd be perfect, but I still wouldn't be able to drink like a, a super deluxe the same way I drink hams. I wouldn't be able to drink a Black Stack Fugazi the same way I drink uh, uh, a Keystone Light. I wouldn't be able to drink uh, Fair State Pills, you know, the same way I drink these beers. And I, those are a couple you, of my standouts of the summer. Do you think it has something to do with the packaging of it? Because those beers comes in four sixteens and crawlers, so seven fifties, I believe, instead of coming in a twelve ounce can. I think it's a couple of different factors. I think, yeah, it's one is the price point. It's that's true. Going to be a lot more expensive to catch a buzz off of crushability. Yeah, crushability, and I feel like some of that comes from too. Even your craft pilsner or lager is probably going to have like substantially more calories than like a Keystone Light. Yeah, there's somebody out there right now, stone colding super deluxe out of crawlers. Like, what are you talking about, jabronis? And to that's that a person. Cool, that's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I or, or gal, jock. Yeah, definitely, definitely a jock. <laughs> definitely, oh, definitely a top tier, probably lettered three times athlete, elite athlete. I was yeah. picturing like uh, Andy Herzog, like listening to Run the Jewels and just like slamming a couple crowlers of a uh, 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 super deluxe. That's, yeah. that's no, what that's, I had in my mind. He's a jock, and he's a jock. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's exactly the demographic I roll with. Andy, if you're listening, we love you, man. Uh, I don't. I'll fight you. <laughs> <laughs> you and me are going up for the same roles. Wait, what? We're both big bearded dudes. Oh, that's... I guess I don't have you beard don't, right no, now. Well, neighboring jocks. and months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> neighboring jocks. Oh, man. Well, it's been a lot of fun today, man. Uh, I think what we found out is I know hams pretty well, and you just know light beer better than I do. Vaguely. I bet if we ran this same test ten times, I'd get it wrong more often than not. Well, I don't yeah. think we're going to run it 10 times, but what I do think we're going to do is we're going to come back for that rain check episode, and we're going to do 10 light beers. So you're telling me not the orphan episode. <laughs> we should get find an orphan and give a beer. <laughs> Interview them? Yeah. I mean, they're probably sad. They'd probably like it. Like it. Or if they live on the streets, they'd like the liquid blanket. Uh, this is a 21-plus podcast. Beer's a 21-plus beverage. Please remember to drink well, He's an adult orphan. Yeah, don't give beers to children. Yeah, right? he's an adult orphan, clearly. At some point, like, I'm going to have adult-onset orphanage. Orphanry at some point. Right? <laughs> like, ideally, my parents die before me. Not anytime soon. But I'm going to be a late-onset adult orphan that's and that's going to be something i'm going to have to live with you know or my ideal situation is late term child actor (laughs) i like disney channel future star hope so heard it here first yeah any execs uh from disney channel listening that need uh the the next teen for their hit show the sweet life of salsa dave yeah our mustache producer is a great candidate I could play teenage, probably. <laughs> right? You'd pass. I could play a high school boy. Dude, do you remember Hannah Montana's brother in the Hannah Montana show? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. You know he was like I'll... 38 in the show? Unbelievably old, yeah. Ridiculous, right? That's crazy. Like, that guy had a DWI before he started <laughs> Hannah Montana. He, I think he was also in like a scene band. Or maybe his brother was in like a, like a, like a scene band. Doesn't surprise me. 
Did you I guess, know yeah, it was a musical show. that the dude that played both kids in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was actually the same kid from uh, Big Daddy and that in that show they just like use this kind of camera work where they just filmed the same kid, these two different kids. Kind of like the deuce and that. Bro, you know yeah, yeah, twins, that guy, right? that guy named Colin Dylan Sprouse. Right? That's his name? Colin yeah, Dylan? Co- Colin, I think. Colin, Colin Dylan, Dylan Spruce. Colin Dylan Spruce. Yeah. yeah. He, he did like yeah. dick, dick pics all over the internet. Oh, shit. Well, I did not know that. Bro. You know yeah. they're real brothers, right? It was a big topic at one point. Who is? Cole and Dylan. Like, those, those are two, like, Colin. Real. Eric sometimes d- ha- gets this idea that he can do bits that are funny. <laughs> Dude, they- he, he knows they're twins. I was going to say, what are we What are we doing here? Yeah. I was like, these are real people. <laughs> also, Frankenstein from Big Daddy is one of my favorite characters of all TV. Oh, he's or all great. movies. He's yeah, pretty great. I wipe my own ass. 20 packets really? ketchup, please. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. That's it's impressive. Good, good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Big Daddy. What's Scoop, you guys' uh, top, oh. four, top four Sandler? Mount, Dude. Mount Sandler. Oh, no. I'm so glad you just went there because I am ready. Eric, oh, lead the conversation. I've no. already got my top five. I thought about it. Not a huge Sandler guy. Um, <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go Big Daddy. We'll go Longest Yard. We'll go Happy Gilmore. And then... Uh, uh, what was that one he did this year that came, Uncut Gems? Uncut okay. Gems. It's a good one. Uh, Little Nicky, Mr. Deeds. Um, fuck. What was what was the ones you said? There was one of them on there. I'm Happy forgetting. Gilmore? No. What was the other? Waterboy? No. Big Daddy? No. Uncut Gems? No. Happy Gilmore? No. Billy Madison? I'm forgetting a fucking. Are you thinking of Longest uh, Yard? Dad, who's your daddy? Longest Yard. That's number four. Number five. I think you only asked four. Ma- yeah, Mount Sandmore. Oh, just four? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Top, okay, yeah, the, okay. the four heads right. of Sandler that you'd put on a giant yeah, yeah. mountain on Native American land. <laughs> right. Uh, All right. So yeah, I said. Yeah. I said Little Nicky, Mister Deeds, Longest Yard. What was my fourth? Did I have a fourth? Click. Billy Madison. Click. Click is good. That that movie's heavy. I cried. Yeah, yeah. I bawled. I was seven. I I also bawled, but I watched it at a at a gym. <laughs> I was just like dribbling. Uh, Started crying. Dribbling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ball so hard, man. Um, I would probably go <laughs> sweat. Probably go bedtime stories. Big Daddy. What's that other one he's in? Bedtime stories. Really? Well, yeah, Seriously? dude. That movie slaps. It's so good. The one where they like start, basically they start an acid trip. Uh, well, yeah, more or less. Yeah, he tells stories to his niece and nephew, yeah. and they come come micro doses them. Uh huh. Nice. Yeah, that's cool as heck. How about Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love is fine. It's not. I mean, I wouldn't even put that on my top PTA list. Uh, it's, it's different for dude. Sure, though. Yeah. Oh, like top we, five performances for him. We forgot for, all for about sure. that movie with Drew Barrymore. Oh, 50 First Dates. Movie slaps. So good. Movie slaps. Yeah, it really does. Didn't they do an animated version of that? I hope not. What was the the Adam Sandler animated movie? The Christmas movie. Or was it the Hanukkah movie? Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanukkah movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's good. That's a funny movie. I've never actually... I heard it was raunchy. Oh, yeah. Kind of a musical, too, right? That's a technical foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Adam Sandler uh, made his name in comedy music. One of my greatest inspirations. Really? Music? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. He was like That's the Lonely else. Island before the Lonely Island. Oh, no he shit. He did music on it. Yeah. Playing acoustic guitar and doing the goofy voices. 
Yeah, see, my first introduction with him was literally Mr. Deeds and Little Nicky. Oh, word. Sure. Yeah. Which are great. Like, not many people would put those on their Mount Sandmark. They're the best. I, I think Little Nicky would actually be his best movie if he dropped the voice. If he got hit yeah. in the head with a shovel and it fixed yeah. his voice, yeah. I think that movie would be so accessible. Yeah. But, like, dude, when he starts it, snoring. Like, oh, oh, it's, yeah. When he's snoring on the heater, <laughs> it's the best. So, yeah. Um, Turns into an angel. But this has been fun, guys. It's been a good time. We, yeah. Talk some comedy, uh, some Sandler movies, drink some beer. It's been uh, been a pretty chilly with the Suds Buds. This should be a reoccurring thing. Yeah, this we should, should do it every Tuesday night. <laughs> Are you saying you want to start a podcast? <laughs> it would be pretty cool, right? Well, it'd be something, yeah. Dude, I think we've got an idea here. What would I, we do? I what would we equi- call it? I have the equipment. Should we just reshuffle this as episode one and make people really think we are onto something? No. Yeah. no, probably not. But uh, yeah, uh, tune in next week as we uh, are back with another episode with uh, somebody. We got we got something in the works for next week, but uh, it's top secret. Yeah, top secret. But thanks for joining us tonight, everybody, and most importantly, thank you for joining us tonight, Sam. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. You know, salsa underscore Dave on all the social media bullshit. Yeah, man, plug uh, your stuff. Listen to the Deviled Advocate wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for being the moderator. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty Litter, new ba- new album coming coming in about a month. Okay. From, uh, from my band, Sam and the Tall Boys. How much cowbell? There's some There's some cowbell. Oh, there is yeah. some cowbell. Tell you what, the uh, week that the project drops, we'll make sure to use... Dustin and I will give it a listen, and we'll come together and we'll use our favorite song as our closing track for that week. For sure. He's going to get us taken down. <laughs> It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be his song that gets us taken down. They're all pretty acceptable. <laughs> they're all they're all good. But uh, yeah, no thanks, guys. This has been a. I've always wanted to be on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's something that I don't do often. Hundred hundred and thirty episodes, double aggregate wherever you get podcasts. Uh, yeah, no, it's been a blast. Yeah, it's been fun to watch you guys grow. Oh, well, thanks, buddy. And yeah. uh, as always, to anyone listening, if there's uh, something you'd like to see us drink on the show. Uh, feel free to email us at our podcast. We'll link it in the bio. And uh, and it better not be hams. And I hope it's hams because I had to crack one before we go off uh, tonight. That just sat with me so good, that last one we had. I hope it's pickle juice. <laughs> Night, God everybody. I love you. Bye. Fixing in her shops on the rocks near the lighthouse by the sea. You got that.
that mystical mama, macrame Dalai Lama, with the silk store in Santa Fe. And you also got those hot 